You're listening to Cuba and Ash trying to do a podge on something called the Blodgecast. It's Largie's birthday and it's Cabba's Tuesday. How are you today, Ash? Just stunning. How's that beer, Cabba? Just had my first sip and also my first taste and it's really fucking yummy, I've got to say. Oh, it went delish. well. It was a Kieran. I've uh, got a carton of these and they've been going down pretty good. I don't mind Kieran. I think I've had a few of yours recently. I appear to get less hungover from them. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Maybe because it says 99% sugar-free on the back, and so I subconsciously assume I'm not hungover. Mm. When you clearly are. <laughs> Pretty much hungover all the time, I feel. Um, yeah, I feel more weird when I'm not hungover. Mm. Or drunk, anyway. Um, How is work going? Work. What do you mean? Oh, that was just a not hungover joke. Oh, right, yeah. Pretty shit joke, really. I don't oh, really have a lot. Whatever, it's fine. We're off to a good start. Um, how have you spent your birthday? Working? Uh, yeah, drinking. working my fucking Ringo star off. Um, top deck? Yeah. Top deck. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked off probably like just past, it, like it was just before you texted me about this podge, actually. Mm. It's, it is starting to piss down yeah, here, by I'm, the way. We're just copping a spray over here now as we speak. I just got a little bit of a flash as well. So if the power yeah. goes out. All right. Cool. Sorry, Paul. Oh, yeah, here it fucking comes, eh? And it's on its way. <laughs> wow. Fucking uh, rainy. This is least. what. Uh, you know what this is? Sleet has just put on the latest Mayor Cognitum album, and we're <laughs> getting fucking sprayed all over the city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a hilarious call. Um, Real funny. I have been listening to that this week. Uh, I can't remember why. Sleet. Something something that Sleet said, and then I asked him, do they have a new album? And he said, oh, you just put pictures of spraying of some sort. And I did put it on, and I did enjoy it thoroughly, and uh, I've been going back through their catalogue a little bit, enjoying it. That is fucking funny, dude. <laughs> that made me laugh almost as much as some of the shit he's been sending me recently. <laughs> he's good, eh? Highlights is um, the headline, Cop could be jailed over Ladley leak. <laughs> Dean Ladley. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a bit obsessed with that storyline, eh? He's sending heaps of pictures of <laughs> the cross-dressing photos. And the um, five-litre industrial uh, sprayer. <laughs> What about the band Foredoomed? Oh, yeah. What about, what did you send me today? Uh, One oh, in the Sun? Yeah, that's my album of the week, actually, if you want to go into it. Did you, Let, did you listen to it at all? Absolutely not. Do you want to start off the top with that? Yeah, sure. Um, got an email from one Bradero Shaw, also known as Clam Throne, the other day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the subject heading was Alta Vista. I'm like, why is he fucking sending me information about a 90s search engine um and <laughs> then he says no actually it's clam throne the band is called atavistia and it's for anyone who is sick of waiting for more winter sun music um, he said that yeah pretty well some not not quote unquote but something along those lines and so looked it up it's a canadian one-man band not dissimilar to something like a primal frost and all right. the other um wintry sounding Canadian metal bands out there. 
but it is fucking like raging winter sun sounding like full Yari voice. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Really? In some some sections at least. Um very blatant rip off, but really good. Would recommend one within my son. <laughs> or whatever it's fucking called. Cool, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. Ep- sort of, yeah, epic 10-minute songs. Like <laughs> Some of them are just like, oh, there's a song that sounds like Star Child of Winter Sun that's called Fireborn or something. And just the, in- the whole entire structure, the way that the, the, the lyrics, the way that the vocals are delivered, everything is just like almost identical with just little changes within some of the riffs and stuff. Um, but it's really cool. Would recommend. As long as you don't Very go cool. in expecting something unique. Huh. Although it pretty much is unique now because what do you got to compare it to? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. Segment two, ripping on Winter Sun. Um, I do feel bad for those dudes, man. Like, oh, um, majorly, yeah. Yeah, they did a, a podge the other day I saw on uh, fucking something, Instagram or some shit. Read their blodge. Yeah, and it's like a four-way screen, which I think is pretty cool. I, that's a cool concept. I files a Patreon yeah. and they did it. They're doing it monthly, but if they were doing it weekly, particularly through isolation, get it together, fellas, <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. But um, um, as someone who's put out um, 150-odd episodes of a podcast um, and also not yet released another 150 episodes that will never go out, um, yeah, it's not incredibly hard to do, but I think it provides pretty good value. So yeah, good start. Anyway, um, the first comment I saw was a guy like, oh, I really enjoyed the podcast, but you didn't answer my question. <laughs> and they're, they're fielding, I guess, subscriber questions or something. So man, like, like that's always been the crazy thing about crowdfunding is that you say you're going to deliver something that you haven't done yet and you also sure. can't anticipate I guess, response to stuff. So like, yeah, if they got a million questions and they answered 900,000 of them, there'd still be a fucking bunch of angry people. So I don't know, For super sure. hard. And how are they supposed to find time to write new music while they're fucking doing all that? Exactly, man. Crazy that, shit. That was the biggest thing I was finding with band tools is I was kind of over-promising shit if people signed up, not really expecting people to sign up. And then when they would, I'd have to do things that I'd offered like um sucker cock and like um <laughs> uh, like review their online presence or whatever i'd sort of promise to do um which is fine but i would underestimate how long that shit actually takes um you know and like yeah they deserve it for paying money but at the same time like fuck it spending like a couple of nights on something in order to get a dollar a week yeah yeah it's a bit much i did that um you know, Tommy the Farmer put out a new thing the I other day. I saw it. I saw it. And I also saw some fingers that I recognized. Yeah, did a little guest solo and guest gut shot there um, <laughs> at the end. But that's what happened there. <clears throat> Is I, I wrote a solo for him like pretty quickly and it had an overdub at the end. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of melodic, whatever, does the job. He's like, oh, I'm going to need a video of that. So then I fucked around with trying to bloody film something that didn't look like the quality of our combined video right now. Still did look shit like that, but anyway. Um, and then I, I was like, 
trying to play it as well at the same time whilst trying to stay in frame. It was so fucking difficult to get it together. And then it just wasn't actually as good as the one I did when I was just recording, if you know what I mean. But then it's just like, my God, this is just going to take me forever to actually nail it and film it. Because like I'd film it and I'd do a good playing job, but then I'd be out of frame or some shit. It was so painful. Okay. Anyway, yeah, right. long story short and shorter, um, fuck making content whatsoever. Yeah. So doing any of that stuff can fuck off. Even this podge, man. Jesus. <laughs> Look, I mean, I was the, the reason I even suggested this tonight was because I was about to call you to see how you're going for your birthday, and then like we may we're gonna fucking crap on for at least half an hour, so <laughs> may as well record it. May as well chat. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, content that you can, you know, if it's something that you can bust out quickly and also do quickly that you've been doing for ages and you know what you're getting yourself into, then yeah, sure. But yeah, scary, promising shit. Um, you know, I'm not going to repeat the same things that we've just said for the last 10 minutes, but yeah, a couple of things I want to add about it is it's really hard to create content. Mm. Just kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And also difficult. And I've been crapping on about, um, all the stuff that I'm being prevented from doing, but even the stuff I want to be doing takes up my time. Mm. Fuck this rain is getting heavy and also dribbly. That must have been just getting to the climax of the song. Sleet is really spraying one now. <laughs> it must be minute 13 of the first song. Good video, though. I like his idea of um, reviewing things in song form. Lyrics. What? Say again? So, Come again? I was talking back about on that video that you provided a guest solo in. Oh, yeah. So smart. Owen's, Owen's lyrics reviewing the item that he's demoing in that very video it's really cool yeah is that his idea or is that a thing that happens a lot um i'm not sure i'm not sure like there's a fucking cunt ton of metal zone reviews at the moment because i was looking for the video and couldn't actually find it right um but i don't think i've seen any in that style they're more just a traditional either a playthrough or a this is how you use this but yeah, he did one a while ago for the Arion Metal Master, which I'm looking at one right now because I own one. It's um like a HM2 style pedal from Japan, from the old school. Uh, they still okay. make it today, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, um, he did it in the same thing, a song about the pedal. Yeah, yeah, I'm which is remember that one. Yeah, but um, nah, outside of fucking video production that I'm clearly shit at. <laughs> Like, I'm fucking around at the moment, got this new setup, got this, you know, finally can get a bunch of my recording gear out that I never bothered to before. And using some new impulses, impulse responses by red wires that are actually fucking, like, in my opinion, wicked. I've got a, I got a bunch of different stuff, but I usually just stick to the stock, stock shit because... My computer was crap, but now that's good. I've been really going through a bunch of stuff. But yeah, I've got this load box and also this um, cab attenuation device or <laughs> some shit, whatever. Dick joke. So I've got the Mesa here, uh, solo, what's it called? Single rectifier. And I've got this Framus Cobra here. And I've just put them on the lead channel of each and then just put it all at 12 o'clock except the presence at nine on each of them and then been going through 
the cabs um, and, and my guitars and just kind of comparing, like, I guess this what is what this amp sounds like according to the manufacturer, 12 o'clock. This is what this guitar sounds like, just whatever. Let's hear the difference between these cabinet impulses. And man, found some cool shit. And those red wires ones, I think are the most, maybe not most predictable, but the way that they've laid it out, instead of being like here, 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 and here, it's like on the cone, one inch, two inch, three inch, and further out, and then on the cap edge. And then they actually tell you exactly where it is that they sampled it from. And yeah, right. pretty, Are they pretty sweet. No, they're not. And, and a lot of them aren't. These aren't particularly cheap either. I think it cost me 80 bucks for a pack, which is fucking insane. But I'm pretty sure you can find them for pirate out there. But like the thing is, man, is that if you were to go and just buy every bloody pack of impulses that came out, you'd fucking spend a ton of money. It's kind of like plugins and stuff. But if you just need something that works I'd, and you want some variety, I don't see the problem in spending that because people spend a lot on amp simulators and then the impulses they're provided with those sims are either limited, like you can't even load new ones in or, you know, they're limited to like five or six or some bullshit like that. Um, I don't know. I just figure it's cheaper than me hiring out a room to go in and track one fucking yeah, for sure. EP or something, you know, I don't know. Oh, man, if you're enjoying it and you're curious to see what it sounds like and you might use it again sometime, why not? Get this though. I loaded the impulses into this um, Scuffman amp that I've got, right, which is pretty cool. Just using it as an impulse loader and Pro Tools was shitting itself. And I thought, originally I thought it was this other impulse loader I was using. So I killed it and started using the Scuffman, which is higher CPU intensive. And it was just fucking dying. I wasn't even recording. I was just playing back. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? On your new computer. The new computer, which by the way, the other week handled like I broke it, but it was like the kitchen sink I threw at the damn thing. <laughs> and um, this time I had literally one track and a click track and I was just tracking um, rhythm, basic rhythm guitars. And it kept cutting out. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then I thought, oh, maybe the impulses I've got are like too big or some shit for the loader. So I tried a few different things. I uninstalled a few things that I'd installed. I just couldn't fucking figure it out. And then it clicked. I've upgraded my computer. I've got the newest operating system. And then I installed a fucking security patch. It's the patch. Really? Yeah. So I went from 10. 15.3 to 10.15.4 of OXX, OSX, and it fucking has fucked my computer. So I'm recording this on Reaper, mm. and there's a known hardware issue with it where it's not threading properly or something, and it's crashing everything across the board, not just Pro Tools. So... Of all things to fuck with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty hilarious. Like, I can still write songs and shit. I don't, I don't care that much. Um... But just as we're sort of got a view of possibly leaving fucking quarantine, like that's the whole reason I spent money on the computer was to get going with Harvest Trail, etc. So um, I could still track that in Reaper actually, what am I talking about? But 
even still, I don't trust Reaper at the moment. I don't trust anything because if it's fucking up the CPU, then who knows? Yeah. So I've just basically got to wait for Apple to patch it. And I'm hoping enough people have complained that they'll figure some shit out. But yeah, anyway, that's my fucking shitty week in music. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Um, not entirely dissimilar to mine, to be honest, because I kind of took your advice from last podge telling me to start experimenting with plugins and shit because my demos are literally fucked. Um, <laughs> like just picking up the guitar, you know, uh, randomly and spending four months writing a song and you can tell that I've made 25 sessions in order to finish that song because every fucking time it sounds different. Yep. So I was like, all right, I was, yeah, allocated a f- half a day pretty much to try and learn what the fuck I should be doing. Um, anyway, so I'm back on to recording dry tracks in my demos as opposed to directly through this shitty ass Houston Kettner thing. Not that that's bad, but the operator is bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and then, yeah, and just watch shitloads of YouTube videos and stuff on random things. Downloaded some free shit to practice with. Um, Lapu? Uh no, don't think so. Ignite amps, I got a couple of their things. They were all free and just like good to practice with and not bad sounds. Um You sent me a video that was without a doubt the oh, funniest did, yeah. thing. <clears throat> so one of them was you urinating, which was quite nice. <laughs> the other one is what I can tell is Reaper and an amp sim in your room, <laughs> but listen to the audio quality. <laughs> Oh, shit. So something seriously happened there in the transfer of <laughs> that's, that file. That's how it's supposed to sound. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Cab is experimenting with robot guitar. I was drunk, obviously. Uh, but no, anyway, so enjoying playing with some plugins there and impulse responses, which I now understand what you're talking about as well, and trying some different pedals out and turning down the drive and cranking the level and shit like that and just experimenting. Getting stuck with latency issues, which is pissing me off, but I've ended up just like recording without the plug-in sounding, which is actually helping me play a bit better. And then adding the effect on afterwards and just being able to muck around with sounds with something that I've already played without having to play it 10 million times is pretty cool and something I've overlooked for many years. Um, but anyway, we got a bit ahead of myself and just started like looking up different shit. And now every time I open up Facebook or something, I'm just getting hammered with ads for like <laughs> download fucking this and that and all this shit. And um, anyway, I got sucked into buying a couple of things that were like $5 packs of $5 this. Casrog um, or? Hey. Kazrog or um, Grind Machine or what, what's the five uh, buckers that you got? Ugri t- Tone or something? Is that a oh, thing? okay. Some fucking brand. But they did have like the, um, uh, they were like drum packages and stuff of like all these grind beats and death metal beats. And I kept seeing it advertised. I was like, that's moderately interesting because I was getting kind of bored with the slate ones. Mm. And then it had one Mellow Death Drums pack. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll fucking buy that. Five bucks, download it. Um, 
realize it's just like MIDI MIDI file, yeah. so it's not. Yeah, it doesn't operate the same way Stephen Slate does. So then I probably need a fucking loader or something to use them properly. No. No, you just rather than dragging them out of Stephen Slate into your timeline, you just drag them from a folder yeah. in your um, Mac, <clears throat> your Mac Finder window. Yeah, I've or whatever. been doing that, but I'm, it's not doing the magical time timing, like moving itself to the beat correctly, kind of thing. Like they're coming really? in, they're importing really fucking slow. Like it'll say it's you know 120 BPM or something, but it'll just be slow as fuck. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just got to spend a bit more time problem solving that one. Yeah. Well, maybe if it's 120, then just double it to 240. Cause maybe you don't know how they've categorized it as 120 or some shit. Mm, yeah. Double the speed. Yeah. Cause this problem with the slate stuff was that, yeah, it was fast beats at 120. So 16th notes were at 120 beats a minute, whereas then you double it to 240, so those sixteenths would be 30 seconds, and then here we go, we're fucked now. Oh, sorry, 30 seconds at 120, goddamn. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the beats would sound the right speed, but they're actually supposed to be groove beats, so the fills were like double as fast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you got to... Hence the harvest trail. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it is a... Real pain in the ass to make MIDI and stuff like that, but yeah, five bucks. It's not a bad little money spinner if you were to be half decent at programming. Well, I've I've thought about doing it. I've thought before, um, made a few for uh, Stu before, and probably a few other people. I can't I can't really think of any right now. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I figured don't spend five bucks next time. Just. Mm. Fucking give me a call and I'll make you a mm-hmm. handful of beats that I've been promising for years to you and never yeah. done. I'll, I'll, yeah, I will do that. It was more just, I don't know, because I was on a thing. I've never really spent money on any fucking studio shit whatsoever before. So got that. Then start getting hammered with, uh, or I like stumbled across a video of um, someone using their, the same company, using their... Um, their guitar plugins and stuff, and they got like so many uh, responses and showing sort of like the preset things in the loader and how good they all sound. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just try this and compare it against the free one that I got. Um, so it was like 15 bucks or something. Is this Ignite? No, this is that Ugri tone. Something okay. like that. Anyway, download it. R- spending ages going, where the fuck are all these presets? Realize it's just the IR loader. No, it doesn't include any fucking responses. So then to buy packs, they're like <laughs> 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, I've just realized they did, just as we were starting this call, I realized they did include like, I don't know, there was like 10 free responses or something. So I'm just trying to get them to work now. I still cannot get the fuck working. They're showing oh, yeah. up in the, um, in the loader, which looks pretty cool and stuff, but. There was one. There's a. There's one called Puritanical something. So I'm expecting some sort of Dimmu Borgir sound, but we'll see. Very interesting. These MIDI packs, yeah, and they're probably US bucks, right? Yeah, they are. But they got these. They. I don't know. They were getting me with like thirty percent off and fifteen percent off and whatever. So it yeah. was a bit cheaper by the time you actually get them. Very interesting. 
Um, but now, because I've spent money on them, I have I want to spend the time trying to figure out what I'm doing instead of writing a song. Yeah, I agree. That's the way to do it for sure. And I've done it. I've spent more money than you would ever imagine on random fucking digital bullshit. And I've found if you get good, like the Owen approach is to get the Lapu or whatever back in or Lecto and all that shit back in fucking 2008. And I don't know if he was using it in Reaper or possibly even GarageBand back then. I can't mm. remember, but... um. Man, just working at it to get the sickest tone out of this little freebie. And then he just got one. There was this famous fucking nerds out there, this famous bloody impulse response called S Prez High. You could find if you Google S Prez High, you'll find that (laughs) motherfucker. And I bet Owen's probably still using that at some point. Oh, I'll ping it to you. S Prez High. Um, catharsis impulses. There you go. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. And there's a thread. The best impulses since S Prez High. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, but there's other ones called um, Cath- Catholinian or some shit. And that's another good freebie one where I've probably read this on some forum where on the left guitar he uses the... Um, Yes, Prez high, and on the right guitar he uses the whatever it's fucking called, and um, and it splits it out nice and wide, and also, and it just sounds different. So, and that's what I'm doing. I've got like a, a framus here, and I've got a Mesa here, and the idea is I use a different one left, a different one right, and a different guitar left, and a different guitar right, and even though it sounds like it would be off balanced, yeah, sure it is technically, but if you just balance the level against each other, the kind of character doesn't matter too much unless it's night and day like um, clean tone versus distortion or, or low gain versus high gain. I, I don't know. Like, I just don't think you really notice a lot of the time, but it gives you this nice fucking width. You know, that whole difference is width thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so something to fuck around on. So if I was making a, and I used to have this in my old Pro Tools, was same as you, used to get latency problems, used to piss me right off. So I got the most lightweight free amp sim I could get. And in that case, it was the plugin that came with Pro Tools called the 11 guitar plugin or whatever, which I've been using since 2005. And um, that one on the left, I'd have like a Mesa ripoff and on the right, I'd have a Soldano ripoff and use the same guitar, same lead plugged into the same input. And that's what you would say to me is like, your demos sound amazing. And it's really just this same shitty fucking demo stuff. It's just the levels probably sound pretty balanced okay. and that's it. And it yeah. kind of tricks you into thinking it's not, it's more than a demo, but it's not. It's just that. I've spent some time tailoring each each track so that I can simply just walk in, rip off clothes, pull out cock, shit on <laughs> ground, grab a guitar, <laughs> yeah. grab a bass, whatever. Yeah. In the yeah, same manner, awesome. I do this um, podcast. Set the bloody <laughs> input gain to 55, plug in the SM7B, Yeah. sit down, crack beer, suck cock. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, large everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I'm already 
enjoying the benefits of it. Um, and I don't know, just, yeah, like, I don't know, my argument in the past has been just want to, just want to capture the idea and fucking keep moving on and then fix it all later and get on with it sort of thing. But yeah, I'm trying to go back to having a template set up, like what you've taught me many times, use a left and right, use a lead track, have different tracks for clean and whatever. Um, it really doesn't take that long to record the double track or whatever and then yeah with all the similar levels and stuff I can actually rearrange or restructure the song or change something or add a bit or shuffle it around a hell of a lot easier Mm -hmm. and it still sounds good and the transitions sound clean and stuff um which is yeah one of those things that can throw people out when they're listening to one of my piece of shit demos (laughs) uh so hopefully that will make a big difference um and it's fun, and I guess it kind of sounds more rewarding once you track something and you go, cool, this is an actual song. Yeah. And I wouldn't be embarrassed showing someone. Yep, and the other cool thing about that is that you can do, like when I'd write something on guitar that's real fucking hard and also difficult, I would play it, nail it maybe once at best or split it into like if it if there's four sections, four bars or something to the riff and then it repeats or some shit i might record each of those four bars as like a punch in and then copy and paste that as many times as i need it while it's in demo stage right and then i can chuck that next to another chorus riff or something like that and then blah 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 and then you know you do all your rearranging and you piss around and then you go okay now how do i just make it more interesting so when i say like do you ever go and rework demos I don't mean like do you ever start from scratch again Um, and maybe this is why you couldn't quite sort of see the logic that I was trying to, what I was trying to say about it was like I can go in at any time and just as long as you typically use the same guitar anyway, as long as I grab the same fucking guitar, I could plug in in a year's time and re-add an idea to just one bar and it would sound cohesive and consistent so i'd go through and then like tighten up those transitions or like if i was practicing i could actually pull up the demo track and it's just not shit to play to like it's actually really fun to just not even be recording to like mute the left guitar track and play along so it's like a more rewarding version of bloody guitar pro yeah um yeah and that and that's how i kind of revise my writing and stuff i just get in the habit of like you know i just save one project for quite a while until it starts to become something and then when i'm pretty happy with it and i start to make radical changes if i'm going to go start chucking bars over here and there i'd just go okay save as version two and then start from there you know as opposed to like having this crazy version history cunt nine Um, cunt nine there you go Cunt 9, Cunt 10, Cunt 3, they're all songs of mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Though, a lot of those songs actually, I believe Cunt 3 and Cunt 9 are the same song. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I actually had Cunt 10 in there I think as well and ended up separating that off as a separate song altogether. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. Something We've done like that a couple that. of times. Yeah. 
those sorts of things. Pretty sick. Yeah, it is good. So keen to see how that evolves. I just think your main issue now, and I hate encouraging people to buy stuff, but I always seem to do it, is um, yeah, just your computer because the it's, it's <laughs> no, good. That was f- my next question because yeah, my computer. If it was bad before last week, it is fucking wigging out majorly at the moment. Because especially their like mid tracking and stuff, it'll just fucking crap dack crossword. Mm. So I, a new computer was on the cards anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's budgeted for and it's ready to be purchased pretty much. I just need to decide what to do, whether I go Mac again, which I probably will, mm-hmm. and then making sure I get um, yeah, good enough specs on it, not one of the sh- uh, cheapo ones or something. Man, Jesse got the cheapest MacBook. They don't make them anymore, but... They used to have the MacBook, the MacBook Pro, and the MacBook Air. She got the cheapest MacBook you could buy, which ain't fucking cheap these days. My God, it was like yeah. eighteen hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, and that thing, I recorded a full twelve tracks of um drums for bloody what what are their mates' names? Nine Foot Super Soldier. The whole session, two days. Directly mm. onto the fucking internal hard drive, 256 um, solid state drive or flash storage or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, right. So as long as you get, I think on the laptops you have to get SSDs inside there. So, and it was just the stock standard 8 gig of RAM. Totally fine, man. For the wow. shit that you're doing, totally fucking fine. Yeah, okay. If you're getting a little lappy again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. MacBook yeah. would be what I would go for most likely. I was only kind of pondering the idea of PC again for um, Microsoft Office, but who cares really about that? Yeah. And you know Mac comes native with pages. Yeah. So I, I'm the same as you. I prefer Office because I use it at work and have done for fucking years. But, um, yeah, I use pages when I have to and I use Google Docs as yeah. like a getting ideas down. And then when I edit, this is mostly when I go for jobs and stuff. I like just copy and paste as raw text and then format it in Word after for submission. But I suppose you might be a bit different because you're the kind of guy that likes to, besides sucking cock, um, create worksheets and band tools. Yeah, that sort of stuff. And mainly it was for the band tools thing. But let's be realistic. I'm probably not going to be spending too much time on that in the near future. And in terms of what's more important, it is... um, spending more time writing music without a computer crashing. And I don't know. I'm used to using Mac now with Reaper and stuff, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, and, and look at this. I've just noticed <clears throat> um, Microsoft Word, Office 365 on the App Store, get. It's different though, right? Like it doesn't have all the same shortcuts and all the same shit. Oh, uh, yeah, probably shortcuts are slightly cares. different. If you are already using Office on your MacBook for free, do not download. This package will be locked and you'll be paying $98 a year. Okay, so maybe don't get that. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, that's okay. the least of my Who concerns, cares? to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're spot on though. You want, um, you want no barriers to creativity. And for demoing, I, I have 
what I consider, although I've watched some fucking studio videos this week and I've realized that I've absolutely jack shit. Um, I have what I consider a fucking dream set up for myself and I basically just use my interface, one guitar and headphones on a Mac. Like I've got monitors, I've got amps, I've got multiple guitars, pedals coming out my fucking brown hole, all these mics, preamps, I've got all this shit and it comes in handy when it does but for day to day, my bread and butter is writing some of the worst songs you've ever heard and for that, yeah you've pretty much got a comparable setup to what I do. That's it. Um, I have been enjoying these monitors that I got a few months ago as well. Oh, yeah. Small, shitty, cheap <laughs> version of something good, and they're doing the, the job. Like, best speakers. Better than the old them. pricks? <laughs> Those old things. <laughs> they're like the 1990 Logitech things running... I don't know, set up all wrong with the built-in giant subwoofer that doesn't work, that sort of thing. So having actual uh, speakers is good. Yeah, that's cool. But, you know, a lot of dudes record fucking world-class albums with, if you bought a new laptop, but like the equivalent of your laptop in 2013. Yeah. Which was a good little meatball back then. Now it's fucking... Man, the laptops that are out now blow the fucking good computers from 2013 out of the water. Mm. The trick is not getting caught up in... Um, so Pro Tools was like, well, you should get 32 gig of RAM recommended. And it's like, all right, what the fuck? That's so much. But that's like if you're a giant crazy loops and if you're Yari basically just like never, ever wanting to commit to anything, constantly being able to tweak it until the last moment. Whereas like regular blokes, blokes who just want to have a good pub feed, <laughs> blokes like you and me, all we need is a good pub feed for a start. Just plug in and play and just whatever. And yeah. even the pro recordings that I would do, quote unquote pro, you could get away with on a system like yours, like mm. no dramas because it's all about putting the mic in the right spot and fucking the person playing correctly. You've got some editing if they play like a bag of yucky shit. Um, but yeah, we're not synthetic music guys and samplers and stuff aren't our middle name. So, and, and it's so weird too. The like analog synths, are fucking powerful beasts and old school samplers and stuff like Casio ASR10s and SB1200s and fucking MPCs and all that. They're like real basic, basic pieces of gear and MIDI's like bloody 70s technology. And all of that is available to you pretty simply in that Focusrite and basic computer and Reaper. It's, ins yeah. it's insanity, man. And a lot of the videos I've been watching of people um, demoing plugins and stuff, they're all using that Scarlet interface thing. And like they kind of will just rave about it mid-video and it's not even about that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got me onto a good one there. Said the priest. Exactly. Um, pondering the idea of getting some bass at some point. I'll have to hit up. Bargains with Ash. What's the budget? Not much. 
what well, define not much because not much for you and not much for Razor Ray is very different. <laughs> like 200 bucks or something. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know what I would actually get is like yeah. a a classic vibe Squire um, jazz bass or P bass, probably a P bass. Made in Indonesia, bad quality control, lowest grade woods. Don't really support Fender doing that. Full stop. But you can find the bastards on Gumtree for next to jack shit. Yeah, right. And the the one feedback I have on them is that you can you can get an approximate just like your amp sims, you get an approximated sound of like a fifty one fifty with a five dollar amp sim. You can get approximately the sound of a um, Fender P bass with this classic vibe series. Okay. Like it sounds fine. He's yeah. fan. You know, never to leave the house. Um, Better to, to be rot play. away than leave the house. That's yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Anyway, just a thought. Laptop first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have a good hell. time here. What's your album of the week? <coughs> um, strength beer. No, Primordial. Um, oh. The Nameless Dead. Awesome. I've been yeah. singing like them lately. Oh, you've been doing a lot of sad moaning. Mournful, uh, whatever Congregating. that is. Screams, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, every once in a while I go through a bit of a primordial thing. Brooding, really. Brooding. And it's been especially good lately because, um, yep, work's still busy, working from home. But at a certain point I'm realising that let's say two in the afternoon when all I've got to do really is catch up on maybe 8,000 emails is just chuck on music. Remember that I'm actually working from home and should take advantage of it while I can. So I've been putting tunes on and yeah, it was sun O for the first couple of weeks because I had mush brain. But as I'm sort of getting on top of things and also, um, yeah, slightly more complex music and yeah, man, Primordial is fucking awesome. So I burnt through a bunch of their albums um, and I just can't, I even texted Ray this, like, The Nameless Dead pretty much is the best Primordial album, probably unanimously, I would say. He agreed. Yeah. I feel like none of them are entirely indifferent to one another, but Nameless exactly. Dead is, is probably the go-to. Yeah, that's my, that's my, um, ass, uh, what is it, assessment. But yeah, The Gathering Wilderness is pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. The production is slightly, yeah, not to the same standard, obviously. Well, in a different sort of way. You know your album of the week was forged in film yeah. the other week. It, you know, um, three weeks ago, non-podge time. Mm. Um, if the drums on that, if I had tracked them in the manner that could have been come out and also like The Gathering Wilderness, I would have been... So damn happy. Like it's got that raw quality mm. that's really cool, but it's not too glazed. Whereas Nameless Dead is that sort of what Desolate Plains should be. And then the newest Primordial album, which is called Whatever the Hell, but song number eight's good and it was my album of the year. I can't even remember the fucking name of it. Um, That's like what I always had in my head when I've been tracking these last few Claim of Throne albums. And in your brain. And in my brain. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Because they're, they're a very real band and you can tell that they do like they're very true to live recording. And even though they multi-track, um, it's just got that sense of real performance. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're up there for me. In terms of metal bands, they're up there for me with um, Ahab in terms and Agalox sounding real. Wow. I'm going to listen to them again tomorrow because it has been a while and I can certainly never say I've really paid attention to production value. And Super sick. I normally just enjoy them just as, I want to say easy listening. It's definitely not easy listening, but it's just, it just sounds good. Yeah. Um, like they're just cool riffs, no nonsense, and just doing what, playing whatever they feel like playing and just the vocals send chills through my cock. So I just, yeah, listen to it and it's an enjoyable thing to do. But I've never, certainly have never kind of analysed their rec- recordings or thought too much about their song structures or anything like that. It's, But I think that's very telling because it's just nice. Yeah. And if so. you if you listen to Nameless Dead, but the t- like the drum tone is fucking sick on that album, I reckon. The performances are wicked. But the guitar tone is, it's like heavy, but it's not ultra high gain. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's really cool. And I think that, you know how you like that real saturated guitar tone and stuff like that, but you're doing like riffing? Because there's a lot of chords in Primordial. I think they've like ramped it down a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, and I feel like Ian lends more towards that side of the fence, like that drier, sort of, um, cleaner tone, um, which offsets. And like we were talking about ages ago, like recording different tones left and right. I think that there's something to the idea of having that super saturated Cabba 5150 fucking no boost gain on one side and then slightly cleaner sounding drier with delay apparently gain on the left side you know yeah right i don't know probably something worth experimenting if you're going to start pissing around with guitar tones to challenge yourself to do ideal tone one side and yeah already been kind of doing it not to that level but definitely two different sounds left and right and then, yeah, bit of a lead boosty sort of thing in the middle. Um, oh, triple. Oh, so, sorry, like guitar lead. Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant like the thickener, like nah, James Hetfield. Nah, I'm, I'm scared. Well, what's that the being point? Said, I have used the lead tone as a center thing if needed at times. Mm-hmm. So I might kind of have um, the left and right guitar doing the riff, which could also kind of be a bit of a lead thing, whereas you can have the chords being strummed in the middle in a way. Yep. Um, and just sort of kind of bring it back a bit, but it just fills it out, probably because I don't have any bass in my tracks. Um, yeah, true. It kind of, kind of helps to fill it out. Um, you know what I was yeah, already, to, even yeah. with just those things, already having like eight track tracks in a demo. Like now I understand like looking at some of Ian's demos that are like 40 tracks <laughs> yeah anyway what were you listening to um block by machine head oh good song one of their best <sighs> me and jim <laughs> fuck it all laughing significantly <laughs> god that's a shit song hey 
You know how at the end of in the verse where he goes up to the and then he finishes his word and then he just drops. Oh yeah, does the one word at the end? Can you do an impression? Got the physical fade in. I'm trying to remember. No, not not block. Not where he says block. It's like he sings up, 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 down. You know that bit? I don't know. It's been so long since I've heard it. But you get a real kick out of it. Um, it it is some of the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a listen, man. You'll fucking laugh. And just the blatant new metalness of the guitar riffs give me strength. Hey, can we go out with block or primordial? Block, block. Let Let's be honest. Yeah. Our listeners have heard Primordial. I don't know if Razor Ray's ever heard Block before. Okay. Um, cool. Chuck that bitch on. I've got to go eat dinner, so let's uh, wrap this shit up. Yeah, all right. I will quickly tell you this. When you're yeah. listening to Block, listen to where the hi-hat is in the stereo field. It's like over there somewhere. Mm. And the first tom's like still out here, you know, and then the snare's in here. And it's just, yeah, it made me think like, when I sit in front of a drum kit and I hit first tom there and I hat there, it doesn't just disappear off the fucking face of the earth. It's so weird, man. Anyway. I'm not sure if 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 I'm mistaken with this or not, but you know they're doing the Burn My Eyes lineup tours around the world or whatever they're doing. Um the first half of the set they play Burn My Eyes in full with the original lineup or something. And then they play remainder of machine head set with different lineup you're shitting me i'm i might be wrong i'm normally wrong i love saying things on this podcast that aren't real but i have a feeling that that is the case that's the case that means that so like chris contos and logan matter and shit are probably playing the burn myers songs but probably can't be fucked learning the newer machine head tracks don't quote me on it please or just just cashing in coin wise well definitely yeah but could because you imagine going um, on tour with essentially two bands for the same set? Yeah, and um, you know Dave McLean and Aru Luster don't have yeah. to deal. He doesn't have to deal with them. That being said, all these people have left Machine Head. I I don't even know which ones would be in there at the moment anyway. And about that, who gives a fuck? 